We learned in 2020, during the aftermath of George Floyd's murder by police in Minneapolis, that the relationship between a police force and its community is complicated, often controversial, and really essential. Since then, we've still heard many incidents of racial bias, of police violence against people of color, but also incidents of police doing the right thing, of heroism, of protection. In sum, it matters to get to know the people who run our police force. We meet the new local state police commander on today's Story of the Day. Support for Story of the Day comes from the St. Lawrence County Community Development Program, now accepting applications for the Head Start program to prepare children ages 3 to 5 for school, online at slccdp.org slash head dash start. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Tuesday, November 28th. First up, North Country Assemblyman Scott Gray is proposing a bill to address problems he sees with the state's new rules for buying ammunition. Catherine Wheeler has more. Under the new law, people buying ammunition in New York now must pass a background check before every purchase. Assemblyman Scott Gray says he's talked to gun shop owners who say it's a cumbersome process. A lot of people come into the area to go hunting. They have hunting camps. And a lot of people are coming into the area trying to buy ammunition on their way to hunting camp. And they find that they cannot finish the process. Gray says approvals for background checks get delayed, sometimes for days. And there's no notification system for the gun shop or buyer to know when they've passed. Plus, the state tax on a $2.50 fee to every purchase. So Gray is proposing that people buying ammunition only get a background check once a year. Then they'd get a permit or identification number to show each time they buy ammunition. The state police have the ability to flag any accounts that are in the system. So if something happened and somebody got charged with a crime in the interim, you know, after they've been approved once, the state police can flag it and prevent any other purchases from happening. Gray says he wants to improve the law where he can to make it easier on business owners and gun owners. Catherine Wheeler, North Country Public Radio. places like the North Country, the most visible police officers are state police. So let's meet one of their new leaders. Major Brent Davison is the new commander for Troop B of the state police. Troop B patrols roads and investigates crimes in Clinton, Essex, Franklin, and St. Lawrence counties and the northern half of Hamilton County. Davison joined the state police 27 years ago after serving in the Army and as a corrections officer. He told Champlain Valley reporter Kara Chapman that he always felt the desire to serve. When I joined the state police, I I really felt good about myself. I felt I was going to have a chance to serve my community. I had done so through the country. Now I'm going to serve my community. And I stayed because I've always loved this job. I think I've passed that on to other people, and my own son is in the State Police Academy. Davison is just the second Troop B commander to be born and raised in the North Country. He grew up in Morse Forks, which is in Clinton County. Davison says his local ties give him a better understanding of the area's people and communities. I think probably 
I'm more committed to the people just because, you know, when I go home after work, I'm living in the community that I work. So I have more ownership over it, I think. Davison is also a deacon with the Roman Catholic Diocese of Ogdensburg. He says the training for that role helps his leadership style as troop commander. Being taught how to pastor and handle people uh, the way that the church asked me to do it helps me deal with other people, whether they be members of the state police or just the public in general. Um, it's once again about service. So I think, uh, I think they go hand in hand together. Davison's tenure as troop commander begins as the state police starts a big recruitment push. Governor Kathy Hochul has said the goal is to double the number of new recruits starting next year. Davison says the hope is that new Troop B recruits are locals. We will end up with troopers from all around the state coming here to work temporarily, but we do try to recruit right from our own backyards, get people that were born and raised here that know the communities. What is your biggest pitch for joining the state police? Well, I think if you're a young man or woman and you feel a desire or or calling to protect and serve your community, I think the New York State Police is probably one of the best options in New York State. I think our salary and benefits are better than most. I think our training is better than most. I think the public supports us a lot more than people think they do. Uh, Many times when we're out in public, the majority of what we hear is thank you. We have people thanking us and shaking our hands, so the majority of the public supports us. It's not something to be feared to be a police officer. The state police doesn't just want to expand its ranks. A spokesperson says the agency also wants to diversify its applicant pool. That includes a pledge to increase the percentage of female recruits to 30 percent by the end of the decade. In early July, there were almost 5,000 sworn members in the state police. About 80 percent of them were white men. The second largest group was white women at 11 percent. I asked Davison how he thinks about diversity goals when it comes to Troop B. I'm wondering, you know, how amidst this recruitment push, you're also hoping to maybe diversify the ranks of Troop B as well. Sure. Um, Unfortunately, it's not easy to to recruit people right now to be law enforcement officers, to be police officers, to be troopers. So um, certainly we want to diversify if we can. But right now we'll take We're interested in people that are qualified and feel that they have the calling to serve the public, to protect and serve their communities, um, to be able to stand up for what's right and wrong, and obviously to possibly put themselves at risk and and maybe have to sacrifice their life to save someone else's. So, um, yes, diversity is a goal of the New York State Police, but right now a more direct and immediate goal is getting people to sign up that want to take our exam and become New York State troopers. That's becoming more and more difficult in today's day and age. Colleges in the area tend to bring, you know, people of more diverse backgrounds Mm -hmm. here, you know, especially, you know, people of color. And we have reported in the past about students who say they may have been profiled by law enforcement. And I'm wondering how, how you reckon with that, you know, like building that trust with those communities in the face of experiences that these people have been having. Um, we've had members attend bias training and other trainings that help um, our awareness. Um, you know, I've never witnessed profiling or anyone being treated any differently because of their race. Uh, many times people are stopped at night, per se, for speeding, and 
if they're a minority, they, they allege that they were stopped because they're minor, a minority, which obviously wouldn't be possible. So uh, I can't speak for how they feel, how different races feel when, they, when they're stopped. I know even as a police officer, when I'm stopped, I feel anxiety and fear. It's just a, it's a biological human response. So um, I think the state police works with training our people properly and when it's afforded training that, you know, makes us aware of possible personal biases and things to help prevent what could be perceived as profiling or mistreating somebody of a minority race. Applications to take the New York State Trooper entrance exam are open until March 4th. The last day to take the test is March 17th. Kara Chapman, North Country Public Radio, Raybrook. We have more news all the time on our website, ncpr.org. Music today by Christopher Watts of Canton and Paul Myers of Colton. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.